When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following content is brought to you by Mr. Fister, Eric Smith, Orange Thunder, and Abigail 13. Welcome back to the late but here episode of uh, Nintendo Switchcraft. This is episode 596. We've got a lot to talk about today. Uh, Four years ago, something pretty cool happened. There's a side-scrolling Pokemon-style game, and the best ideas come from Reddit. Those stories and more on this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. You know, I missed this on Monday, and I feel dumb. I I added this, like, I I'd seen this story... And I meant to talk about it on the Monday episode of Nintendo Switchcraft, and I forgot to bring it up. And it's four years ago today that I made the very first episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. Or it would have been today, had today been Monday, when the actual anniversary was. But I'm a couple days late, and because of that, I feel a little dumb. So I'm going to pretend that it's Monday for just a little bit. All right? Four years ago today... Uh, Nintendo announced the Nintendo Switch. Now, up until that point, the Nintendo Switch was not called the Switch. It was called the, the Nintendo NX. And the reason it was called the NX is because Nintendo, they had decided to make... Well, okay, they decided to uh, dip their toe into developing mobile games. And in order to keep investors happy, they were like, don't worry, we're going to keep making video game systems. In fact, right now we're working on something called the NX. And then they didn't say anything about it until October 19th, 2016? 16. October 19th, 2016. And I remember watching it. And back then, I had a podcast called Run, Jump, Stomp, and where I would just talk about video games in general. And uh, very few people listened to that podcast, but I still did it because it was fun. And I watched the announcement video of the Nintendo Switch, and I saw right then, this thing is going to be huge. The moment that I saw that they were using a real controller instead of the, the Wii Remote thing... Uh, And then when I saw that you could take the Switch out of the dock and take it with you while you walked your dog in the park to play Zelda, I knew that the NX, which was after that known as the Nintendo Switch, was going to be huge. And so I immediately sat down and I brainstormed the name Nintendo Switchcraft. And I made the very first episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. And I said, hey, everybody. I'm going to make a show called Nintendo Switchcraft. And I got to about episode 10, 
and lost interest. And I lost interest because Nintendo didn't say anything about it after that. Like they made a Nintendo, they they made this huge announcement, and then they said nothing for a while. And so I stopped doing the show. But then the Switch came out, and I got my hands on it, and I said, okay, I got to refresh that podcast. I got to bring it back. But I can't script it. I'm not a scripting kind of guy. I'm the kind of guy who likes to talk off the cuff. So at best, I do a general outline of what I'm going to talk about. In fact, if you were here live at my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp, you saw me making the show notes just like five minutes ago, where I just kind of get an outline of the things that I want to talk about, and then I talk about them And scripting doesn't work for me. So I said, I'm going to do three episodes a week. And that way I won't have time to write a script. Why did I do three episodes a week? I did three episodes a week because I was a huge fan of Nintendo voice chat. And I didn't want to wait until the next week when when there was new news. I didn't want to have to wait to find out what the podcasters were talking about. So I decided I was going to have it all the time. All right. Every couple of days, there would be an episode of Nintendo Switchcraft, and it would be all off the top of my head instead of scripted. And that's where Nintendo Switchcraft came from. By the way, if you are uh, thinking about NX, that sounds really cool. I thought it sounded cool enough that I made a t-shirt out of it. And if you want to get an NX t-shirt, you can go to my website, runjumpstomp.com slash thank you, and you can pick up this really cool t-shirt that has a big old NX logo with the Nintendo Switch color of the blue and the red, kind of a reverse gradient thing going. Uh, You can pick that up. Um, Again, that URL is runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. And you'll find links that will take you. There's a bunch of different different shirts that you can get there. So that's where Nintendo Switchcraft came from. And it's been four years that uh that i've been doing this show now and man i've been having so much fun doing it we're coming up on 600 episodes and i just wanted to take a minute and say thank you to everybody who listens to the show everybody who nominated the show for uh best gaming podcast uh at the podcast awards even though we didn't win i just want to say thank you to all of you who support the show either on our patreon you know, maybe you subscribe to the Patreon um, uh, for the Buck a Month Club, which gets you all of the shows ad-free. Maybe you get the Early Access uh, Club, so you get these episodes early. Or maybe you are one of the executive producers, which I shouted those people out at the beginning of the show, or the regular producers, who I will shout out at the end of the show. However you support the show or just listen to the show, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Let's talk about... Um, a, a game that I think that there's a lot of people who are really, really going to like this game. Uh, and that is this game called Monster Sanctuary. Uh, I'd never heard of it before, but I just watched a, uh, a, a YouTube video showing it off. And I thought to myself, self, this looks really, really cool. It reminds me of Pokemon, but played as a 2D side-scroller game. It's called Monster Keeper, and uh, it, you collect monsters, you battle monsters, you um, level them up and evolve them, and they've got like these cool tech trees where you 
uh, decide what are the abilities that this particular monster is going to have. And it looks really, really cool. I love the art style. Very 16-bit. Uh, and you guys know me. You guys know how much I love the 16-bit art style. Uh, but this this has that 16-bit art style. Uh, and you, you fight against other players online if you want. It looks like it's turn-based, which I think is great. So this is definitely something that is on my radar. This is the announcement trailer. It comes out on December 8th on the Nintendo Switch eShop. And I, don't, I didn't think of this before, but I'm going to go to Nintendo Switch or Nintendo.com right now, and I'm going to look up and see how much does this um, monster game shoot? What is it? Monster Sanctuary. Monster Sanctuary. I want to see how much this game costs, and it's not coming up. Sanctuary. I'm not spelling it right. It's not coming up on the eShop, so it's not there yet. I have no idea how much this game is going to cost. Um, we'll find out soon, I suppose. But it looks really, really good. Um, yeah, I'm I'm looking and I don't see a link that takes me to the eShop so I can find out how much it costs. But uh, I think it looks cool. And it's definitely something that is interesting to me. You know, anything that's Pokemon-like without necessarily being Pokemon is always going to be pretty popular on Nintendo Switch. So here's my question to all of you. Is po- is Monster Sanctuary, is it different enough from Pokemon to get your attention, or would you just prefer to play Pokemon? Uh, let me know. Tweet at me. I'm at RunJumpStomp. I'm curious what everybody thinks. So I was getting ready to record the show, and I was building the show notes, as I do, looking for bullet points for things that I want to talk about, and I saw probably one of the best ideas that I've ever seen over on Reddit. There's a lot of really good ideas that come from Reddit, and there's a lot of awful ideas that come from Reddit. This is one of the former. This is one of the really good ideas that come from Reddit, and it's from a Reddit user named Peach Case. Here's what they said. They said it seems like a few more animated characters on screen would have been worth the work. Mario Kart Live should fit Amiibo. So you should be able to take Mario out of the car and put an Amiibo in and then have it detect that Amiibo and give you a different character that you're driving with. Nintendo already sold so many Amiibo Surely they could have made a simple cart to accept them. These different character carts, like Luigi, feel more like an opportunity for a potential future cash grab. I don't want to pay another $100 for each character. I agree with you. I would have felt like a good reason to purchase Amiibo as well. He also goes on to say, or she, I don't know, uh, though I have a Switch with a vast digital library, I own neither Mario Kart Live nor a single Amiibo, so take a, take my opinion with a grain of salt and all. I think that that would have been the most brilliant move that they could have possibly done. It would have 
exploded um, Amiibo sales, which, let's be honest, Amiibo sales are kind of falling off right now. They could have sold uh, a, a, just a blank one that came with a Mario Amiibo that could go in, like that would go in, and then just have uh, an Amiibo for each and every um, character. I think that there's character. I think there's an Amiibo for each and every character on uh, on Mario Mario Kart. I think there is, except for probably like the no. There's even a me uh, me Amiibos. So this is a brilliant idea, and it's not too late for Nintendo to do this. They could have obviously done something like this. Just have a generic cart with a slot for Amiibo. It would have been awesome, and it would have sold like crazy. Right now, you're spending a hundred bucks for Mario, and then if you want to do another one, another hundred bucks for Luigi. They could, I think that they would have sold a lot more if they had done it this way, especially because there would have been a lot of people who look at like their Amiibo collection and they think, well, that's collecting dust. It doesn't really do anything these days. Oh, here's a new way to use all of these Amiibo that I have. That would have been really cool. So um, Reddit user Peach Case, what a brilliant, brilliant idea. Nintendo, you've got to do it. It's awesome. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Speaking of different characters, um, there's a lot of people who like Luigi more than they like Mario. And for those people, they have felt perhaps a little left out on Super Mario 35. I mean, it is Mario's anniversary, not Luigi's. And you can't choose to play as Luigi, even though Luigi, who is sometimes... um, not so nicely referred to as Green Mario, uh, is pretty awesome. Well, you can play as Luigi if you're really good at the game. So how can you play as Luigi in Super Mario 35, or as I will in, in, in the future call it Super Luigi 35? Uh, here's how you do it. First off, you have to be uh, level 100 or higher, which is the star rank. Uh, so as you level up, you earn different... Uh, different ranks and if you are level 100 or higher and star rank then at the beginning of the game uh, if you hold down the L button brilliant because Luigi starts with L if you hold down the L button and I don't know how long you have to hold it down for uh, it then when the game starts turns you into Luigi instead of Mario so I anticipate that there's going to be a lot of people out there 
who are going to play this game a whole bunch more just so that they can unlock Luigi. And then Nintendo is going to take it away from them in March. Because remember, this game only lasts until March, and then Nintendo is going to yank the rug out from underneath people for no good reason. I don't understand why Nintendo is limiting doing this game for a limited time. It is awesome. I'm having an absolute blast playing it. It is a wonderful battle royale. Uh, It's right up there with Tetris 99. And if you haven't played it yet, you owe it to yourself to check it out because it's free. Here's what they think they should do. Leave leave the game out after March March uh, 31st, but then have people have to pay five bucks for it or something. If you insist on doing this ridiculous um, of, of getting rid of the game, just have people pay to keep it if they didn't already claim it. You know what I mean? It just seems dumb. Uh, speaking of Battle Royale games, and this is not Nintendo related, but for those of you who don't know... I also do a Stadia-focused show. Uh, There's currently a Pac-Man Battle Royale game that you can play. You do not need to have a Stadia account. You don't have to have a Stadia controller. You just have to have good internet and a computer. And you can play this Pac-Man Battle Royale game, and it's really good. It's really good. So um, if you want to know more about that, just just go to Google and type in Pac-Man Battle Royale. And I'm sure that you'll find the information about it. I believe it's called Pac-Man Mega Tunnel Battle. And it's awesome. So check that out. It's only, um, it's a demo right now. It's going to be $20 when it comes out. uh, But it's only available for the next seven days, or six days by now. Um, Actually, probably five days by the time you hear this. Uh, But it's only available for the next five or six days, depending on when you listen to this. So make sure you check it out. Pac-Man Battle Royale. It's awesome. And, uh... uh, Nintendo, don't take away our Mario Battle Royale because it's really, really good. Alright, speaking of things that you can play right now without spending any money, there is a Kirby Fighters 2 Uh, demo out right now for those of you that don't remember kirby fighters 2 is what i would say a budget version of super smash brothers that features only kirby now that might sound terrible because it's only got one character but remember that kirby changes depending on what weapons he happens to pick up so um this means that when you play this game there's actually lots of different characters but they're all, they all happen to be Kirby. Uh, there's a demo that's out right now available on the Nintendo eShop so that you can find out if you like that game or not. And if you do like that game, then it's going to be 20 bucks. Uh, so like I said, a budget-style game that's, that's kind of like Smash Brothers, but uh, not quite. And if you are somebody who's looking for a good fighting game, then maybe you're going to want to check this out. I haven't tried the demo yet, but it sounds pretty cool. And maybe I'll try it. Even though I'm not a huge Kirby fan, I do like a good fighting game. So there you go.
I know that this is a short episode of Nintendo Switchcraft, and there's a good reason for that. There's just not a lot of Nintendo news right now. And, you know, I do three shows a week. Now, if I do make the change that I'm thinking of doing, it's going to cost me money. I will absolutely make less money doing this. But I'm okay with that, especially since um, since I do this mostly for fun. Um, I think... And this is just an idea that I'm tooling around with in my head right now. You guys can let me know. I'm thinking about cutting Nintendo Switchcraft down to two days a week. And it's not a change that's going to happen right away. It's just something that I'm thinking about. And it's just because, like, three days a week, it's hard to find enough to talk about with the pandemic and Nintendo slowing everything to a crawl. Now, maybe Nintendo is going to bring out a bunch of new information, and then I'll be like, man, I'm happy that I'm still doing three days a week. So, like I said, it's just something that I'm thinking about. It may happen. It may not. If it does happen, it's not going to be anytime soon. Uh, but just right now, I'm struggling to be able to fill uh, an episode three times a week about Nintendo. If uh, you guys reach out to me uh, and, and let me know, hey, don't do that. Uh, we want it three days a week. Um, you know, that's fine. Hit me up on, on Twitter. I'm at RunJumpStomp. It's it's just something that I'm thinking about because I don't want to put out content if there's nothing that I actually really want to talk about. And so that's why sometimes there's there's topics that are happening in the Nintendo universe that I don't really have a stake in or I don't have an opinion on. And I'm not going to talk about things that I don't actually care about. I mean, I might mention things in passing that I'm not super interested in, but be assured that if it's something that's on this show, it's because I'm at least a little interested in it, or I think it's of use to you guys. Uh, so again, just something that I'm thinking about before we get out of here. I do want to say thank you to our uh, patrons. You know, I mentioned them at the beginning of the show and it's the end of the show. So I want to thank our producers. These are people like Matt Hadfield, John Eisenmanger, Bowser, uh, Travis McGuire, Josephine, and walk stand float <laughs> he changes his name every time that's funny uh thank you guys for supporting the show thank you to the people who come here and talk about stuff uh, uh with me at the live show uh, you guys are awesome i'm out of here i will see you guys next time which is friday because it is a three day a week show still all right but i'll see you guys around stay awesome everyone i hope you guys have a really really great day